Hi, my name is Mitchell Ems, and I'm a singer, multi-instrumentalist, producer, and songwriter. And you are listening to the Chronicles of Podcast with the absolute legends that are Tom and Jamie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast. Today, we are speaking to a lovely lady who is a hurdy-gurdy pair. What's a hurdy-gurdy, you ask? Well, listen to the interview. She plays in a band called Elite and has a website where she sells her own hurdy-gurdies. These are the chronicles of Michalina Malif. Hurdy-gurdy, you say? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ninth edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And these are the chronicles of Michalina Melis. She is the incredible viral sensation hurdy-gurdy player. Yes, I said that right. And with me, as always, is my handsome co-host. I didn't actually introduce myself then, did I? Let's rewind before Tom jumps on my ass. It's me, Jamie, the bearded brummy, and join me, as always, is this handsome man. <laughs> it's, just, it's just me today, boys. It's just, just, it's just the Scotsman Tom. Hi, guys. Double wave. Double wave for you all. Game show wave, as I call it. Jamie, what did you not fancy introducing yourself this week? Was it something you just like, you know what? what? I really don't want to. To be fair, in the past few episodes, you keep like shunning me and keep saying the show's yours now anyway. So I thought I'd just get get you well, started. Yeah, that was just a joke. I didn't realize you actually were gonna do it. I was like, oh shit. Um so Jamie's introducing the show, and then I'm taking over from here. So hi guys. Yeah. Yeah. Bye now. I'm off. Bye. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done with you. I'm done with everything. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> How are you, my friend? I am very well. How are you? Oh wow! Okay, is that it? I was just—I was expecting way more than that. I could. I'm good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little tired, but you know, <laughs> what's do? Um, yeah. You were tired yeah. when we met up this morning. <laughs> yeah, but you, <laughs> you I've still not from, woke up. I've gone from having two weeks off um, to back to work again. So my body's going. What the? What's going on? What's happened? <laughs> I, I, you, I, you know, we were just lounging around doing absolutely nothing, and now we're running around like a twat again. Um, but yeah, so I'm just readjusting to getting back into the whole working, like routine, as it were. So having to get, actually get up and stuff in the morning. Because I remember when I, when I first had my holiday, and uh, I was really, I was, I was like getting up at seven. I was like, fuck's sake. And then, like by the end of the first week, I was like back into a proper routine. Like, oh, this is lush. Go up at ten, eleven, and fuck, like this is so nice. So now I'm trying to break that cycle again by getting back out of that routine and break up at 10, 11 in the, in the morning and now get up at 7 again. So my body's like, no, sleep. We need sleep. We need to sleep. <laughs> what is this time of day? This is a thing of the past. We've moved on now. We don't do this anymore. You, you didn't do this for two weeks. What's going on with you? Please just let, let me sleep. Sleep. But now I'm on two days off in a row. So I'm like, <laughs> my body's going to be like, yay! 10, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., hello, this is nice. Back to Friday, I'll be like, no, sleep! <laughs> we need sleep. <laughs> that's how I feel, that's how I feel, isn't it? Just a question, by the way. Yes. Minor ailments, yeah? Yes. Which is, so I've cracked my neck. Yes. Right? So I can look right, no problem. But when I look left, I have to turn my entire body. Is there anything worse than cricking your neck? Probably toothache, I think, is up there. Oh, toothache is the worst. I'd rather lose a limb than have toothache. I there's hate nothing, it. There's nothing worse. Sorry, what? Yeah, you heard that right. I'd rather lose a limb. I hate toothache. It's it's the bane of my existence. What ache do you hate? 
toothache. Oh, you weren't saying tooth before. Did I say toothache? What's a tough? What is a tough? <laughs> it's a brummy thing we go between. I don't even know. What the t- tough is like your tough of hair. Yeah. Brummies say toothache. I sort of, over the years, trained myself to say tooth. And then every now and again, I slip into the old brummy. He comes oh. back. He's all, say bloody tough, yeah. Oh, mate. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Uh, where was I going with this? Yeah, toothache is horrific. There's nothing worse than having a pain that you can't do anything about. And then you have to ring someone and be like, I need to come and see that. Like, yeah, cool. So we'll see you Wednesday in about next year. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. booked up. Like, what? So, yeah, but those, those sulfonine tablets are fucking amazing. Um, so, yeah, I think, too, the earache's quite shit. Yeah, I don't like earache, but I can deal with it. But no, I mean, toothache's the one. Like, like you say, it's... Yeah, we'll see you next Wednesday in about six years. Um, and by the way, it's going to cost you £500 just for us to look. Yes, yeah, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But um, yeah, I just I hate cricket the neck because people talk to me and go, ha, huh? I, 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 I laughed earlier and was like, oh, shit, my neck. Um, <laughs> and I like bring my like push my head back and they're like, you're all right. It's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? Who's asking? <laughs> Why is there so many questions, eh? Just sit there and shut up. I didn't injure um, myself by laughing. I'm not get that old. I hate it when you like, I'm like back, like, oh, did I, I'm just falling apart. I'm just falling apart. That's basically what's going on right here. It's age. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Even though you're older than me, but still. Um, yeah, but I'm falling any- apart as well, so it's fine. Oh, okay, that's fair enough, dude. So, what have you been doing yourself, man? Uh, what have I been doing? I've been laughing at the internet quite a lot today. Well, the past, this past week. Okay. Because do you remember back when the Sonic trailer came out ages ago and the whole world went nuts because of the eyeballs of a cartoon character? It looked, to be fair, it looked terrible. It did. Just, yeah. But this week, the outrage at Chris Pratt being cast as Mario is my new favourite thing. Yeah, I, what, yeah why? Do they, want, do they need some small Italian... Just go and go to Italy and go and find a small Italian plumber to play him then. I, I mean, I get it. Okay, it's not who everyone would have wanted to cast. We haven't heard the voice yet. He might nail it. Mate, it's I Chris Pratt. Hey, it's me, Mario. Is it? There you go. But I did see someone did a video. Uh, it was Seth, Rog- Seth Rogen laughing and just put a picture of Donkey Kong over it. It's perfect. Is it actually? Perfect casting. It just works and I don't know why. <laughs> I love the fact they've gone for a Nintendo movie. This is amazing. They had to cast like most of the movie. Really? Yeah, Donkey Kong is Seth Rogen. Chris Pratt is Mario. And the best one, Jack Black is Bowser. Bowser doesn't even talk, does he? Uh, well, he will in this. Okay. There is a bunch more, but I can't think of who they are now. <laughs> that sounds going to be good fun. But yeah, that's really amusing. I'd I definitely watch that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get keyboard warriors. I don't no, Yeah, it's just, they've obviously cast it for a reason. Let, let's give Chris Pratt a chance, people. Come on. I'm sure he can be an Italian plumber if he wants to. Give Chris a chance. Yes. Uh, other than that, what have I been up to? I've been watching Friends, of course. Yes. Yes. Yes, I know. It's not funny. I know. Uh, what else have we been doing? Yesterday, me and the wife had a date night and we went to see Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I finally got to bloody see it before it left the cinema. And mwah, chef's kiss. What an incredible film. It is pretty decent, isn't it? I really it enjoyed that. It is pretty damn good. I, I left the cinema with a lot of questions, which I want answering now because I'm impatient, but I can wait. Good. Uh, what else have I been doing? Do you know what I've been listening to quite a lot of this week, and I don't know why. Living Dead Gemer- Girl? No, Jamiroquai. 
I've had a week off from Living Dead Girl. I've been listening to the same four songs by Jamiroquai on, like, repeat. Why four songs? Why not the whole thing? I don't know. I just keep wanting to listen to those songs. Okay, can, never... can, I take, can I take a guess? You probably can. It's all their hits. So. Okay, so Virtual Sanity is going to be one. Yep. Can't Heat? Yep. Shit, this is my Jamiroquai knowledge is not up to par. Oh, shit. What else has he done? No, the you have to give me. I'm going deeper underground. Oh, deeper underground, yeah. yeah. And uh, she's just a cosmic girl. Oh, cosmic girl. Yeah, yeah just... I, I, I've met the man. He's a lovely Have guy. you? Yeah. In That's amazing. When I worked on the festivals in 2010, when I had the greatest job of the summer, um, I, yeah, he played at uh, Wireless or Hard Rock Calling. It was one of the two. Uh, and he was in my tent after he finished. That's like, amazing. He said hello to everyone and he said hello. Yeah, it was really nice. That's so cool. I don't know why. I've just, we were listening to the radio and Virtual Insanity came on and I was like, I forgot how damn good this song was. And then I remembered Canned Heat and then I was like, oh, Deeper Underground. And then I just fell <laughs> down the rabbit hole of Jamiroquai songs and keep listening to them. <laughs> and they're amazing. constantly in my head as well. So I was at the gym the other day, like lifting weights and I was like, Candy in the heat of tonight, baby. Is this still going? <laughs> I don't think so. If he is, he's not released anything new. Okay, track him down. Explore, explore his other his other music, mate. Like actually see what he's all about, rather than going for the hits. I don't know. You, you, I really should, to be fair. I just he might be pleasantly surprised. I just really like those songs. Yeah. Uh, what else have I done? I've been uh, reannering, of course, of course, on that horrible two ten shift. Uh, unless my brain's escaping me, I haven't really done much else. Okay, no, it's been a been a quiet one. What about you? Mate, or what have I, what have I not been doing? I mean, I've not been reannering. I mean, I have. I've just got. I've obviously gone back. I've just been. So I did a bit of Madonna in, and then I started reannering. Um, so I went from holiday to work, work, work. So yeah. So um, it's been all right, man. It's it's nice to get back into the swing of things. Obviously, now it's getting darker earlier. Um, really getting that autumny feel. I like that autumn, mm. autumny feel. You know, that vintage autumny feel. Um, and so hopefully, Christmassy feeling will start to kick. I mean, to be fair though. Past couple of years, I've not really felt Christmassy at all. I haven't. So I wonder if that's going to hit us this year. I'm hoping so. I mean, I live in a city now, so and I work in the centre, so I'm kind of hoping that with all the lights, I'll see all the lights and stuff, and yeah, hopefully I'll get that that bug. But ooh, I know Halloween's first. I know Halloween's first. Halloween is first. Off. Halloween's first, then bonfire night, and then we can start getting excited about Christmas. But um, I've noticed all the posts on social media, people are like. Christmas decks out already. What what the shit is this? It's like, yeah, but you gotta think it's October on Friday. Yep. It's October on Friday. So like it's get it, before you know it, people will be like, they'll be like, what the fuck is decoration out for? They'll wake up and go, it's Christmas Eve. Holy shit, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what will happen. Those months will be a blur. Um, yeah, probably. It's like how everyone was like, oh, can't we trade that god trade is over? Trade was be so much better. Nope, nope. Twenty twenty two's on my seat, mate. Where's the year gone? Where's it gone? This year has <laughs> flown by. Twenty twenty one. Where are you? Hello. <laughs> are you here? Because for some reason you fucked up almost already. That's where um, all the petrol's gone. It's gone into the bloody twenty twenty one's car because he's oh mate straight let's out not, of here. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, Let, I know. It's not talk. I know. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Scaremongering political pricks. I just can't stand the Tories. I and literally... that's, it. that's that's it. No more, no. 
He wants a galactic Britain now. Fuck off. Just go and... I don't know. How'd you get a galactic Britain? Is he oh, putting, like, rockets under the island that oh, we're going to go into know. space? It's like, it's like that stupid, like, tr- space thing that Trump wanted. The space army. Oh, yeah. like. oh my God. <laughs> All about that. I just... You know when you just despair? And then you're like, how do these people get in power? And then they still get in power. And you're like, oh, okay. It's because people are morons. Anyway. Let's, let's move, move on, move on from politics. Just, this is why I don't want to get started. So I don't get fucking started. No, I'm joking. Um, so yeah, so doing some rendering and some Madonnaing. Um, so last week, I went and saw Shang-Chi as well. Yeah. Um, which was absolutely incredible. Loved it, man. Loved it so much. Um, and then I went back to Cheltenham again. So on the Wednesday, I went and saw Jonathan Pye with my family um, and with Paul and Heather. And that was absolutely incredible. It was half an old show and half a new show put together. Um, so it was, re- it was like some brand new stuff, but then the, the end was all the same from the time I saw it before. Um, oh, like a great hit section. It was really good. Really, really good. Really good. The, the thing I love about Jonathan Pye is he'll do all the bits and pieces and talk about it. But then right at the end, he'll always just go off on his big ass rant. And people are cheering, like standing ovation, going mental. And he keeps going. And keep, it's, it's incredible. I think it's wonderful. Um, so if you haven't seen Jonathan Pye live, go and see Jonathan Pye live because he's still touring the UK right now. Get involved, especially if you love politics. He's so funny. Um, and then Thursday did absolutely nothing. I just chilled out, like caught up on like Walking Dead, uh, Agents of Shield. I've started season six now, really enjoying that. Um, I'm almost finished Walking Dead season nine, and that's getting really good, like really good again. Is it? I gave up on it ages I ago. Literally, season nine, I'm halfway through, and I'm now just thinking, this is fucking incredible. Oh my god. The, the direction they've taken it, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Are you going to watch it? No, I won't say anything. Um, just in case people that are listening to this still watch it. So, um, And then Friday, I saw Callum. Hey! The master of boy. the treachings. Yes, he will be here shortly. Um, so I saw Cal. Uh, we went for a coffee and ha- went for a walk and just caught up. It was just really, really nice to see him more than anything else. It's always a pleasure with that boy. Always a pleasure. And then Friday night, I went. I met Paul in Gloucester. We went to watch Gloucester Leicester rugby at Kingsland. Their first home game of the season. Unbelievable game. Uh, came out to the wire. Came down to the final seconds. Um, and all Gloucester, if Gloucester scored, it would have been a draw. And they failed. They, you know, they failed to score. It was. It, but we were on the edge of our seats, going like, "Come on!" It was. <laughs> it was amazing. So this Saturday, I came back to Cardiff. Um, Saturday night. I didn't do anything. I just chilled out. I think I watched football and just really relaxed. It was really nice. And then, of course, I went back to work on Sunday. Um, it was NFL Sunday as well, so it was always a big win for an NFL Sunday. Um, always thoroughly enjoy. And then I got my girl back last night. So, hey. yeah, we watched Squid Game. I keep seeing this on social media today. So I know nothing about it, though. We watched the first episode of Squid Game. It's a Korean TV series about... I don't want to give too much away, but basically they pick people to go and play children's games in adult form. Yeah. And if you don't complete the games, you get eliminated. Okay. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's on the, it's tense as hell. If you can get like, it's funny because uh, my other half was like, God, it's really shit. The dubbing's really shit. It's like, you got to think Korean, uh, language compared to the English one, our words are very long. 
Yeah. So you ain't going to make a dubbing look, you know, they've obviously done the best that they can, but it's, the story's amazing, amazing, loving it. She's already like, I want to come over and watch it again. I want to come over and watch it again. <laughs> so oh, I've got a date night with Jamie tonight. Go away. I highly recommend. She'll hear this, by the way. You're, I think you're going to die. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, it's awesome. Um, so and we're getting ready to go and see Bond, the final Bond, Daniel Craig Bond soon. It's out tomorrow, I believe. Or <laughs> Is it finally out? At the end of this week. All right. What's new for that? You watch Friends, for fuck's sake. Um, no, I, I just mean because they've been advertising that film for so long because obviously the pandemic and everything, it's just been they postponed. Want, they wanted it for when cinemas were yeah. open, didn't they? Yeah. So that's out uh, then this week. So I'm really, really good. looking forward to that. Really, it looks amazing. It does look really uh, good. Especially Rami Malek as the, uh, the villain. Oh, ah, chef's kiss that. Um, so other than that, man. And now here we are. Here we are, Here recording we are, once indeed. again for our beautiful, wonderful listeners who love to listen to our shit that falls out of our face. <laughs> it's a great way of putting it. I like that. Yeah, thanks, mate. I appreciate it. It's like that South Park episode when when I mean, they talk, it's just shit that comes out of their mouth. <laughs> Have you seen that one? I think so. Everything they listen to, it's just shit. <laughs> Other thing is shit. <laughs> Play anything, watch anything, it's all just <laughs> and shit. And it's fucking amazing. Wow, well, oh, I love that show. If we're all caught up, does that mean we should be educated? We should have a word from our sponsor. Yes, we should. Hey, Jamie. Do you like being cosy? I do. And do you like staying cosy? I like that even more. Then just heading over to www.staycosyclothing.com where you can find hoodies, tees, sweaters, and much, much more. With a new line coming in the fall of this year. And just enter The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And make sure you follow them on the Instagram at Stay Cozy Clothing to keep up to date with all the new designs. Remember guys, that's The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And now back to this week's episode. Hey, this is Matt Roberts. I hope you're doing well. You are listening to The Chronicles of Podcast with those sexy heroes, Tom and Jamie. So, now she will be educated. Hey, Jamie. Hello. It's time for Callum's Treachings. There it is. Uh, is this guy coming to talk to the world with his infinite knowledge again? Uh, you mean previous, is Callum coming to treat us all? Yeah. You're damn right he is previous. Welcome to Callum's Treachings. Welcome to another edition of Callum's Treachings. So, Jamie. Yes. Here come those words. What is Callum Treachings this week? Why doesn't glue stick to the inside of a bottle? Good point. Why does what? Why does it really stick inside? That's a really good point. It's got to be encased in something, or something's got. To... I was going to say, unless it's because they're air drying, because obviously they don't dry instantly. Maybe, but then you got like super glue, and that pretty much dries instantly. 
Oh, this is a good question. It's a great question. I do love it. I've got to point out the way Callum asks these things, the way he ends it. I love it. It's just like inside of the tub. <laughs> I just, uh, when I was at work on Sunday, I was chatting to one of my colleagues and she was trying to super glue it back together. And I was like, don't get your finger stuck there. Could you imagine getting your finger stuck to glasses and having to hold them on somebody's face <laughs> for the rest of your life? <laughs> Being like, here you go. That's like, I've got to come with you. I'm sorry. I've just got to come with you everywhere you go so you can see where you're going. Guys, it's I'll be back the... in 12 months when you get to the next prescription. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Callum, I don't, I don't know. It, I reckon it must be, there must be some concealment on the inside that stops it from sticking to the bottle. Or you're right, it's because of its air. Oh, I like that question, Callum. That is a good one. I like the ones that make me laugh, but also make me think. That well, to be fair, that literally destroyed us, I think. So what's even funnier is they now there are now initiation questions at work. So we ask every person at work the answers as well. Everyone it's loves it. the treat teams are massive. Everyone loves him. <laughs> Everyone loves him. So Jamie, what else is Callum treating us this week? Can you melt peanut butter? And if you can. I'd want to know why you'd want to do it in the first place. <laughs> hey, now, right? Now, now. I love peanut butter. Yeah. I absolutely... Oh, no, no. But to be fair, would they just be peanuts? I'd imagine so. Just be peanuts in liquid... Yeah, but that sounds so tasty. <laughs> I don't know. Can, could you melt it though? It's quite thick, isn't it? So that would take no. It would probably just bubble and like go hard. I'd imagine if you tried to melt it. I do think. I honestly don't have a bloody clue. Well, you don't like it, so I don't no. Know. So I'm just trying to think. I'd imagine it would melt because it's butter. God, I love peanut butter. But he's right. Why would you even want to? What what necessity would you have to melt peanut butter? I have absolutely no idea. Again, but, though, I love the delivery. Can you melt peanut butter? It's like he had that thought mid-thought, as in like, <laughs> what did you want to anyway? <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, my God. Anything peanut butter related. I remember when I was in Denver um, and in Pittsburgh, funny enough, and every time I went past a sweet shop, I went and bought um, peanut butter M&Ms. Oh, um, oh, 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 getting them in my face. Claire's so obsessed of those. Oh, mate, they're they're insane. And then when Jasper and Helen went back to when they went over to LA, they bought me two big fuck off bags back, and I was so happy. I was like, happy as a pig and shit. But was it as good as my pe- Reese's peanut butter ice cream? Well, did you? I almost said it's in my penis. Then <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not as good as that. Um, no, that was pretty damn tasty. And he put fudge in it as well on the top. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie makes ice cream for those people that don't know. Jamie makes ice cream. Whatever flavour you want, he makes it. Joyce's ice cream. Follow it on Facebook. Yeah. And finally, what is Callum treating us this week? In the Disney classic, Beauty and the Beast, the Beast isn't referred to by any name, even when he becomes a human again. He's only refer- referred to as the Beast, a prince and a master. So I did a bit of research and apparently um, he doesn't have a name, but um, on some forums, they refer to him as Adam. Really? 
Yep, that's very true. I knew that one because I'm a big old Disney fan. But yeah, no, has no name. So why is he referred to as Adam? I don't know. I've never known. I've heard loads of people like in comment sections have gone, I've heard his name's Adam, but no one ever says where they have got this information from. How weird. Yeah, I don't know if it's in the original, because you know, like they're all twists and turns on old tales. I don't know if yeah. maybe in the original tale his name was Adam, but yeah. How interesting. The beast does not have a name. I was going to say, because when he started talking about it, I was like, that's my house favourite Disney film like, of oh. all time. I was like, be careful what you say here now, Treacher. It's one of my favourites, to be fair. So. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, I wonder if we could go with this then. And then, yeah, that's that's really... I'm, I was fully expected to laugh my ass off, but now I'm like, oh, wow, okay, I did not know this. That was, that was a deep thought. I like It was one. a beautiful one. We liked the ending to the I, way Callum like ended his treachings. Yeah, absolutely. This left me going like, what? So now I'm thinking, it's not an anagram. It's like, where have they got that from? You know, you've got a madder or damn or mad. No, I or, don't know where they're going Damar. Could be Damar. Yeah. No name for the beast. Or Ahmad. I think yeah. his name should be Dave. Why? I don't know. Just never find Disney Prince named Dave, do you? I prefer Bruce. Oh, Prince Bruce. That's a good name. Bruce the Beast. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's it. Bruce the Beast. Done. <laughs> Done, mate. All right. Bloody Bruce, Bruce the Beast. All right. Rummy Jamie comes out when I get passionate, apparently. That was, I, oh, he really did? <laughs> all right, mate. Bruce the fucking beast, all right? <laughs> oh, Callum, thank you for your beautiful and wonderful mind. I love it so much. And you're a genuine, wonderful friend. And I adore you to pieces. Thank you so much again. I, I heard a fact, like a little statement yesterday. And it sounded to me like a Callum's treaching. So I thought I'd bring it up in this. Okay. You can't stand on the stairs backwards. Wait, what? You can't stand on the stairs backwards. Because you're... <laughs> Whoa, wait. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. What? Because well, if you stand one way, you're going up. You stand the other way, you're going down. You can't stand on the stairs backwards. What happens if you head your back to the banister? That's sideways. That's not backwards. God damn it. That's cool. <laughs> I thought that was—I thought that was quite Callum Treaching esque. It is. What it's, 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 it's very much, it's very much Treach. It's, it's very much a Treach indeed. It is. So Jamie, Callum, see, you started a trend. See, you started Treaching the world. Now everyone's at it. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Hey, Jamie. Hello. It's time for Tom's journal. Yeah, it is. And welcome to another edition of Tom's journal. So, welcome to another edition of Tom's Journal. Oh, right, where do I begin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, I've got so much in here this week that I've forgotten some of it, so now I read it, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, that happens. On the way back from Shang-Chi, on Tuesday night, me and the lovely lady were walking up my street, and these, the, the students have just come back. So, um, that's the point. Just quickly going back to my review of what I did. I went to the gym, right? It was absolutely rammed because I'd forgotten students about students. Oh, my God. It's like, I can't do anything in here. It was ridiculous. But anyway, students are obviously back. We're walking past this house because I've got, I live on quite a student area. And this lad 
when his mates came out and they brought a speaker out with them. And he went, you absolute madhead. Are you taking a speaker out with us? Like, why you take a speaker to a club? Like, you're not going to hear it. Like, what's the, what's the point? And eventually you'd be like, I don't want to carry this anymore. Well, yeah. Because someone, like, it was just, but it's the fact he went, oh, you absolute madhead. We're going to take a speaker to a club. <laughs> why? Fucking That's- Bronwyn's off his nuts. He's brought his speaker to the club. Bronwyn's a girl's name, isn't it? Is it? Oh, I think so, yeah. Which from first Welsh for? <laughs> <laughs> or Bronwyn. Um, <laughs> no, but they were like, eventually you're going to get bored of carrying that and it's going to die. It'll probably drain your phone. You're just going to be like, well, why would I, you know, it's just inconvenient, isn't it? Yeah. Why? why? It's the fact that you're kind of mad at I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it reminded me of the, um, you know, like the, the chappy tweets that people put up. It's like, what absolute man have you got in the bath? And he's actually in the bath. Whoa! Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> save me. Just save me from this planet. The future's, oh. we're, we're doomed in the future, let's be honest. I truly feel like Neanderthal, like, so I feel that like human has developed and gone as far as it can now. Neanderthal's, it's going backwards and Neanderthal's going back. I really do. We're also going to be like scratching ass and like being just spitting everywhere eventually. Well, we'll do that anyway. We'll do that anyway, yeah. <laughs> Why is it when people stumble or trip over something, they always look back at the inanimate object and get really angry at it? <laughs> I saw a guy trip over a paving slab and he took back and he went, you fucking prick. Like, <laughs> I do that. <laughs> I do it all the time. Like the inanimate object's going, sorry, mate, I've been here the whole time. I don't know. It's just so weird, isn't it? It's, it's always been there. Me. It's, always, it's always been there, so... Uh, so good. It's like when you drop something, you always look at it and give it the middle finger. Yeah. Oh, I hate I hate it when I'm clumsy. I hate it. I get really annoyed at myself. Especially when you drop it, you pick it up and you drop it again. You're like, fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so do you remember a while, like ages ago in Tom's journal? I think must have back in this bar fight days where I hate people who put baggage on train or bus seats next to them. Yes. So I, I witnessed the ultimate prick on my way to Cheltenham. The ultimate prick. Four-seater with the table in the middle, yeah? Oh, yeah. His ass on one seat. His legs on the other. Um, and then the opposite two had his laptop bag and his bag. Yeah. Why? Because he's just an absolute penis. What a cock. Yeah. He was also wearing a massive gold chain. That's it, like his shirt unbuttoned down to about like uh, mid-chest. He had a massive gold chain on, designer sunglasses and proper dress to the nines, thinking he's a someone. Don't Dick. just just stop doing that, please. Just just, yeah. chill, just just calm your beans. You got off at Newport, like, okay, so you know, let's just chill out a little bit, yeah. Oh, this blew my mind. This blew my tiny little mind. I've never seen anything like this in my life, right? Okay. Two colossal fields, like massive fuck-off fields. You could have fit like 2,900 million of us in, okay? Like okay. absolutely loads of space. All these cows, there were loads, about 56. Are you playing with your hair? No, I just noticed this. You look, you look beautiful, mate. Don't bit. worry about You've it. just noticed this bit. No one can see you. No one can see you. I know. You weren't (laughs) supposed to comment on it. I was just like, what's he doing his fucking hair for? I'm trying to talk to him about cows. (laughs) 
Anyway, yes, giant field, cows, yes. Massive fields, loads of cows, all walking in a straight line. One behind the other. And I was like, what the hell is going on there? There was loads of them as well. That's weird. And they were literally following each other one by one, each one behind the other. What, two like, separate fields of cows doing the exact same thing? Or no, just two one... massive fields, but just one massive line. Oh, going through the two fields. Okay, yeah. I was going to say. But that's that's crazy. Cows are weird. It really, really I think cows are a lot smarter than we realise they are. Do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon cows are going to take over the world at some point. They run like a drunk. <laughs> they do run like a drunk. <laughs> but like, it was just, it was just, it was all that open space and they were just following to the one by one. I was like, what is going on? It's like the, like the, the apocalypse is coming or something. I remember I used to cycle past the field of cows and I lived in Wales many, many years ago. And they'd always follow me up the hill when I was on my bike. It used to creep me out every day. <laughs> I'd be like cycling fast. Like, the cows are going to get me. So, did you know Never Mind the Buzzcocks is back? Yes, I watched the first one. Did you? I did. Do you remember what was in um, the music? Uh, it was in there somewhere. Do you remember the music video they played? Mambo number five. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's followers everywhere at the moment. It really is. I just want to put that out there. Mambo number five was on Buzzcocks. And I got so happy because we talked about it so much in the show the past couple of weeks. And how good was that episode of Buzzcocks? Yeah, was, I well, really enjoyed it. Greg Davis, mate. Always wow. a massive win when Greg Davis is involved. But yeah, that song is following us everywhere. It is very, very funny. We need to get Lou Baker on the show. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? So, how much does this blow your mind? You ready? Yeah. Absolutely insane that armies used to have drummers. Like, hello, yes, we're here to slaughter each other. But before that, my boy Nathaniel's going to drop a sick-ass beat on y'all. <laughs> Show him how it's done, Nate. <laughs> you know, you watch these things that are like from back in the day and you don't really put that much thought into it. You do see all the drummers on the battlefield, but you don't really think about it, do you? No. That is really weird when you put something thought into it. <laughs> drop that sick-ass beat, Nathaniel. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it, that's it, homeboy. Yeah, yeah. You slay them with that beat. Yeah. Horses check. Weapons check. Drums. <laughs> You're getting served. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is war number five. <laughs> <laughs> Two left. Two left. This genuinely happened yesterday. Genuinely, genuine. This is an actual thing. Okay. Walking home from work, there's a guy with a Hitler moustache. I didn't realise it's back in fashion. Yeah, when did that come back into fashion? Yeah, exactly. I was like, I looked at him and went, like, really? So I looked again, he's looking like, what? He's like, uh... <laughs> Bold choice, sir. Yeah. Fair play. You're obviously trying to start a trend again. It's actually a Charlie Chaplin tribute, if you don't mind. Oh, it's like, wow, okay. Yeah, no. And finally, Jamie, like, I couldn't sleep last night. All I kept thinking about was how the Green Ranger had a dagger that was a flute. It sounded like a synthesizer that was trying to sound like a trumpet, and he blew it with a helmet on. <laughs> Don't 
try and find the logic in Power Rangers. Just enjoy it for what it is. Oh, I love Power Rangers. I'm a massive Power Rangers fan. You know this. We love Power Rangers, but it's really fucking made me laugh. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever. Like, you know, it's got a helmet on. It's got no, there's no air coming through. You can say, but it's like, well, I'm going to suck it. Now you get the air. So, like, it made no sense. <laughs> it didn't make any sense whatsoever. It made absolutely no sense. No. So, and that was another edition of Tom's Journal. And what a glorious edition that was. I enjoyed that. Thank you very much, sire. I also thoroughly enjoyed. Thank you. So, Jamie. Yes. Have you found that piece yet? Uh, I found it. It's just over here. Here it is. Is it over there? Oh, there. Oh, lovely. Thank you. I was looking no for that, that piece of resistance. I appreciate it. Guys, welcome to the Chronicles of Michalina Melise. Michalina is a hurdy-gurdy player in the band El Vite. They're a massive European band that have just played some major festivals around Europe, Spain, Belgium. I remember being a couple of Romania, I think was another one. Um, Michalina is their hurdy-gurdy player. That's right. A hurdy-gurdy. So... A hurdy-gurdy, what a name to start with. Right. Um, it sounds Scandinavian. It does a bit. Because isn't that what people used to say about the, like the Swedes and stuff, the Muppets? It's like a hurdy-gurdy. Hurdy-gurdy-gurdy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what it's got a name from. Possibly. I, I mean, I'm not trying to slate it or slander because obviously we loved this interview. We loved talking to Michalina. She's an absolute legend. Um, really, really lovely. It's such a great conversation. We had so much fun learning all about this phenomenal instrument. It's amazing uh, to learn about more about three it, or four it? things in one. It's just like this, yeah. and then you crank it with a little crank. So incredible, absolutely incredible. I found this conversation fascinating, and the fact that we know there's a metal band out there that have a hurdy gurdy player. That's incredible. It is incredible. <laughs> and the fact that she does all the cover songs as well: Parkway Drive, Lincoln Park. You know, all those bands, all the metal bands that do, you know, on a hurdy-gurdy. It's incredible. The fact, that she, the fact she can listen to a band with lyrics, drums, guitars and everything and then translate it onto this machine is absolutely astounding. She's amazing. Her she story is incredible. It is. And she has a great voice as well. She does. Absolutely amazing. So we just re- released the Castle of Glass cover um, recently and it's absolutely amazing. Don't, yeah, this woman's talents know no bound. So we highly recommend you check Alvite out, that you check out Michalina's social media and get on there and listen to her play the hurdy-gurdy on her YouTube channel, um, especially the Parkway Drive. So like, just what a talent. What a talent to have. And I, What I love about doing this show is introducing people to talents they might not have ever discovered before. Because, you know, who thinks, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to look up uh, people playing metal tunes on a hurdy-gurdy. But Absolutely. You should, because it sounds amazing. Jamie, any final words? Just as always, thank you so much, Michalina, for coming on. This was incredible fun. It was. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week, she is a hurdy-gurdy player has her own website to build said hurdy-gurdies and plays in a band called El Vite. It's Michalina Malisa. Ladies and gents, today we are joined by someone whose talent is like no one we've ever seen before in the show. She's a musician. She's a viral sensation with her covers of metal classics and beyond. 
She's in one of Europe's biggest metal bands, and she does all of this playing a hurdy-gurdy. These are the chronicles of Mihalina Melis. Thank you. <laughs> and I didn't butcher the pronunciation, Lisa. Yes, that was very good. Thank you so yes. much for having me. <laughs> oh, it's an absolute pleasure. I love that you clapped for yourself as well. That was a beautiful, beautiful moment. <laughs> But still, um, it was and all... for the pronunciation. Uh, okay, yeah, got it. Me. Right. Well done, Jamie. Well done. Um, let's get out some serious business first, shall we? Let's get the serious Absolutely. shit out of the way first. But how has the last 18 months been for you? Well, um, it was better than last year, I would say, uh, because last year we didn't have any shows at all. And we actually, as a band, we met only once last year. So that was pretty tough. But this year we already had, like in this spring, we already had some uh, shows coming up and we're like, yeah, let's be careful with that because we have no idea if they will happen. That was for some summer festivals. And uh, we, we did that already last year. Like we had some announcements and then we had to like uh, cancel them because the shows would not happen. But this year uh, we are actually doing really really good so far we played three shows and we have a few more coming like next weekend we go to spain to play actually a really really crazy headlining show at the resurrection fest that's uh, that's awesome and then we have like three more shows in september so this is going really good so far after 2020, we are just thrilled. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> to be, yeah, to be like somewhere near stage and yeah, not Absolutely. to say on it. <laughs> um, but whilst you were locked away, did you decide to learn anything new or teach yourself something that you wanted to do? Or Oh, yeah, I uh, picked up singing and I went for singing lessons last year. Oh, nice. And yeah, it was Oh, yeah, I think it was December last year that I started. And yeah, you know, I just wanted to add something more to my YouTube channel because play like instrumental music is awesome. And I would love to continue doing this. But um, I, I also think adding some more like uh, some more. Uh, how do you say like you can do different things with the music like instrumental music and different stuff with your voice like you can actually say something in the song and have some stories told so I just uh, went for some singing lessons and it's going pretty well I have to say I'm really happy I really like it I was just uh, saying no to this for like 20, I don't know how many years. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not interested. And I was not actually interested. That's inter interesting, yeah. Uh, I was not interested in singing for so many years. And I was like, no, no, this is not bad, not for me. And last year I was like, maybe it is for me. And I went there and I started. And I'm super happy with that. Actually, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, good experience for me. Good. I'm pleased That's you pursued. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and the YouTube videos I've seen with you singing, they're paid off because they're great. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Actually, I was just super scared to post anything, you know, <laughs> like really, really stressed. But it's okay now. <laughs> Once well, you that... posted the first one, you're fine. So 
I like to ask all of our guests, take us back. What was the original plan for young Miss Melise? Was music always what you wanted to do or did you have like another career plan in mind completely? Well, um, yes and no. Uh, I've been studying music uh, since I was a child. I went to music school uh, when I was like seven years old. And um, in Poland, you can do it like additionally to the normal education, like elementary school and so on. You have you just have uh, the classes in the afternoon. So I went to music school for 12 years. I've learned uh, classical flute and also just classical music theory and history and everything like around it. And I graduated with a diploma in classical flute class. And after that, I just abandoned it. Like it was not the thing anymore. I was like not playing the flute, not like I had nothing to do with it. I just went to study um, editorial studies. So like book design and stuff like that. And uh, well, I think it was a few months after I graduated, I, I bought myself a hurdy-gurdy, you know, because I was a fan of Elvati since I was a teenager. And I was just really curious about this instrument and I really liked how it, how it sounded. So I got myself one and then I started playing covers of Elvati and posting them online because there was no covers of Elvati played on the hurdy-gurdy. So I was just like, yeah, it's gonna be me. I will post them. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, I had no plans for my career um, connected to music. I actually didn't really have a plan for my career. It just landed in my lap from heaven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I was like two years into learning the hurdy-gurdy and I'm self-taught because I I, um, I learned the, the theory and everything and it helped me so much with learning the hurdy-gurdy. So yeah, I, I think the career just chose me I had no plan for that. And, you know, it's not even like my dreams came true because it was never a dream to begin with. I would, it was just not there. <laughs> so, amazing. yeah, it, it was just, uh, it was such a crazy coincidence that I still cannot believe it, but here we are. Absolutely stunning. Like, who would you have any inspirations, like, growing up music-wise? Like, who would you listen to sort of thing? Well, I started listening to music when I was like around, I don't know, 11, 12. And my first uh, contact with popular music was like rock bands, like ACDC and stuff like that. And then I went on to some uh, like more uh, harsh music, so to say. I don't know. It was just Slipknot and Corn and stuff like that. You know, I was in middle school, so that was my my jam. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was listening to Elvady. So, of course, my inspiration to pick up the hurdy-gurdy was Anna Murphy. And yeah, she was like a big, big, big influence for me. And I'm super happy that we are actually uh we know each other so i talk with her sometimes i did an interview with her on my channel so it's it's just really really nice that's incredible it's such a unique instrument as well what was it about the hurdy-gurdy that stood out to you of all the instruments in the band it was like i want to learn that one 
I just like the sound, you know, because the sound is really unique. Uh, it also can do a few different sounds, you know, we have the melody strings, you can play the melody, the drones, and also the trumpet strings, so you can play the rhythm with it. And um, I don't know, there was something about the, the, the sound that I really wanted to recreate for, for myself. And of course, when I got my first hair degree, it didn't sound anything like, like the stuff I was hearing on the recordings because the quality of the instrument was like not um, not the, the best. I mean, it was good, but it was not the, this level. And uh, so I was just gradually getting better and better. I don't, I don't know. It's just, I, I don't know. It's, it fascinates me. The shape is so unique. The way of playing is so is like unusual and the sound is just beautiful. So yeah. I really wanted it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for people that aren't aware, what exactly is a hurdy-gurdy? It is a string instrument. I would describe it as a like, um, combination of a piano with a violin or viola um, because it has a keyboard. It has a wooden body with some strings on it and you play it by turning a crank around and the uh, the crank is turning the wheel, which is behaving like a bow, and it's um, rubbing the strings, and this is how it makes sound. And then you can play on a keyboard, and you can play melodies, and yeah. That's amazing. I was literally yeah. looking at I was watching some videos earlier going, what is going on here? Yes, <laughs> same. I've, I've, been, I've watched so many of your videos, and I still have no idea how it works. I was just yeah, like, this okay. is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it, it is a little bit confusing, I think, because the main part where this stuff is happening is covered for the videos, you know, because we have, I have the wheel cover on. And yeah, this is actually where the wheel is, you know, and the strings are so, but that's okay. I still sometimes get questions like, where does the air come in? Or, you know, stuff like that. So... <laughs> It's, it's a, it, yeah, it's very mysterious <laughs> if you don't actually know how it's working. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'd never even heard of it until I started researching yourself. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, brand new. This is completely brand new for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But do you like it? Yeah, it's cool. The sound's okay. really, it just sounds awesome. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's like better than an accordion i suppose because accordion is obviously that's with the air thing isn't it but yeah, i don't know yeah. it's just a very odd combination to have yeah. a violin and a piano in in something that you hold because a piano is massive yeah so it's just mind-blowing to me mind-blowing yeah yeah it's really cool so i'd heard of a hurdy-gurdy years ago but i didn't and i'd heard the sound of one but i had no idea what the hell it was mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's so did you say you taught yourself? Because I can't imagine as many yeah. hurdy-gurdy teachers around. Where, uh, that there are some, uh, but it's, I mean, it's not as common as, let's say, a piano teacher or a guitar teacher. Um, we have some groups on Facebook where, where hurdy-gurdy fans and players communicate. So the, this is a place where it, the group is called Hurdy-Gurdy Community. So you can just go there and research teachers, research instruments, luthiers, stuff like that. And there are some very, very good teachers. However, when I was learning, it was like, I don't know, seven years ago. I was not that much into, uh, into this, um, like, um, how do you say? 
Like I didn't know there was this community existing already. And I was like just looking at some YouTube videos and listening to the songs that I want to recreate. And I just learned by doing that. That's nice. Awesome. So you learned those LVT covers by literally listening yeah. to songs and figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. That is incredible. Yeah, that's that was uh, actually some of them were really hard. <laughs> but you know, I, I had years and years of ear training. So I, it was it was a nice challenge for me. I really liked it, you know, just trying to figure out what's the hairy line in the song. I really enjoyed that. Because <laughs> you're teaching yourself now, aren't you? Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know it's on your website that you're now offering out like hurdy gurdy like sessions yeah. and stuff like that incredible so there's, you know, there's another one for you so we're getting out there we're, we're, we're spreading the word of the hurdy-gurdy right now <laughs> awesome great that's the point <laughs> so would you say those 12 years of like music lessons i know it was on a flute but would you say that helped you in picking up the hurdy-gurdy absolutely and that was such a massive help for me because I already had uh, ear training, which is really important for playing the hurdy-gurdy. Like you need to listen to this instrument and be able to say, okay, this sounds good. This sounds bad, you know? And also tuning is a, is a huge thing for the hurdy-gurdy. And otherwise I, I had some piano lessons and it was just a massive help for me. So without it, I don't know if I could just learn it by myself. Probably not. I was going to say, I know if I picked one up, I'd be, I'd be making all sorts of weird noises. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably. <laughs> so how did you end up joining Elviti then? Because that's, it's like a Cinderella story right there, if that was like your favourite band. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that was my favourite band for years. And... Um, I, it's, the story is quite simple uh, because one day I received a message on, I think on Facebook, I didn't have Instagram back then, only Facebook and YouTube channel. So I received a message on Facebook and there, it was from somebody who had Krigel's picture as the profile picture. And the message was something like, I really enjoy your covers, good job, I really like them etc and i was like okay somebody is catfishing as kriegel and sending me this message that's that's fine okay because you know like it doesn't happen right why would he send me a message like no reason at all i already been posting covers for like two years at that point and that was really early in the morning and then uh i i didn't answer that that the message and then in the afternoon the news broke that the band split up and i was like oh, wait a second and my brain was like <laughs> processing the information right so okay makes sense now right that yeah. they broke up they have no hurdy-gurdy player. So he wrote me a message and it was just super casual, like just, oh, I like your cover, something, something. But I was like, now my fate depends on how I answer this message, right? So I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I will do everything <laughs> for you, <laughs> right? Something like this. So I was just like, I, yeah, I was just like, if you need anything from me, if I can help you in any way, let me know. And from there, we just, 
like exchanged a few emails and phone calls and then like a month later I was already going to rehearsals so super crazy like incredibly fast and just unexpected I had no idea what I'm doing but I already knew the songs that I needed so that was good <laughs> yeah just just super super crazy sorry that's so cool so so basically if you hadn't have replied to that message there'd be no more band oh i don't know probably they would find somebody else <laughs> <laughs> that's insane yeah. though that's just madness so you just get a message on facebook and all of a sudden you're in the band that, yeah that, that's yeah. nuts yeah it's absolutely crazy and i think they um i mean there are some hurdy-gurdy players but maybe it's not so easy to find one that will know the material and fit the band because they like they, the band is from switzerland i'm from poland it makes no sense logistically you know what i mean and they they decided to take me anyway so i'm like thank you <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I mean, they're uh, they're folk and Celtic metal. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. such a niche, um, yeah, like, genre. Like, and the fact that they use bagpipes as well, I was like, yeah, perfect. I'm, I yeah, mean, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm all over this now. I'm actually gonna start listening. I've never heard until again. I started researching you, so now mm -hmm. you've got another listen now because I want to hear bagpipes in metal because I'm nice. Scot I'm a Scotsman myself, so okay. They're obviously originated from my beautiful home country. So, yeah, I am all over that. Awesome. Hey, good to hear. Thank you for listening. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So what year was it you joined the band? Uh, sorry? What Can year was it you joined what the band? What year? Um, 2016. Oh, wow. So how many albums have you done with the band now? Uh, two so far. Two. Mm -hmm. So how was that for you writing your own music with the Hurdy Gurdy? Because... Obviously, that's a huge adjustment. You've learned all these covers, and now it's like, now you need to write music. Mm -hmm. um, yes, that's true. Actually, in Elvete, it works like this. Uh, Kriegel is the main composer, and he's coming up with the ideas for the songs, with the lyrics, with everything. And then they work together with Jonas, our guitar player, to make them like to make the metal arrangements. And in some songs, he writes the Herdy Gurdy lines but in some he doesn't. So uh, when there's no hurdy-gurdy line, I, I just figure it out by myself. But mostly like for the most important songs, like let's say from the last album, The Death Walker, Breathe, um, Ambiramus, stuff like that, the, the hurdy parts are already written. Oh no, for Ambiramus, I did it by myself. Yeah, yeah, this one I did by myself. And then we arrived to the studio and we were like, okay, so we are missing this and this and this song. We miss Herdy in these songs. So I was like, okay, so let's try it out. Let's figure it out. And I've been listening to Elvati for so many years that I already kind of know what's supposed to be there, you know? Mm. So it was, it was really nice. It was a great experience. And now, last year, I started writing my own own music with the Hurdy Gurdy. So that was even better, you know, because it's so... And I was never interested in that before. But last year, something like switched in my head and I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's write the song. And now we have an EP on the way. Like, I mean, it's, it's still a long way uh, with my own project, but it will happen probably 
sometime next year and i'm super excited for that because this is like so fresh for me and the songs are just really cool so yeah i really like writing music with the hurdy gurdy and i think the more music we have with it the better because there's not so many bands that use it and not so many artists it's so such an unknown instrument still that there is just so much potential to make it more popular to to make more people interested and yeah i think it's it's just a huge potential in it could you write smash out some hurdy-gurdy solos uh right now <laughs> well not right now but i mean like is there not any parts where you can just like be like let me have my time to shine just start ropping out you know i don't know like to start <laughs> well is that actually in the like i think in a few elvady songs there are there, there's this kind of moment like we when we have um we have like a little um instrumental part during this during the show like we have a drum solo and or is it before i don't know or maybe after drum solo where, where we have the, this part where the guitars play and the bass is playing and the drums and then i come in and have like this kind of solo part or in some songs i also have solo parts so this is uh, i i would say this is something similar but also in my covers i usually when i recover something like uh, master of puppets let's say then i always write my own solo because uh, it's not really comfortable to play a guitar solo on the hurdy-gurdy sometimes because of the range of the instrument. But also I really like writing solos, you know, and I enjoy playing my own solo. So I want this song to have my solo. Okay. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. I had the, an image of you with it behind your head, just like... like <laughs> yeah, I, could, I, I have to practice this. I, yeah, like... I don't know if I have oh. such mobility. Oh God! <laughs> if, you could, if you could do it, though, it would be unbelievable. I think I have to just really practice that, and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to see that on stage. Now we like we gave her that idea. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> that will be credited somewhere. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> now, what What I really love about the band is, like, as Tom pointed out, the bagpipes, and there's so many different instruments using the band and it works so well how was that to adjust like to get used to those when especially when first listening to the band to learn to play covers and whatnot just like adjusting to having that many instruments around you was that a challenge trying to get comfortable in a new band uh well i uh, i don't know what to say because that was my first stage band like it was my first time i was on stage with a metal band with elvati so I, I was like um, like an empty page and I just learned with them. So, um, and also during the shows we use in-ears always. So it's like kind of playing with a, a CD or something like this. So, and you can also mix your own in-ears mix. So you can have this instrument, but this you can skip or you can have it really quiet. So you can pick and choose what you want and you can have a guitar, drums, a little bit of vocals and you're ready to go, right? So um, that was that was really uh, not that difficult. Um, however, when uh, Krigo is writing the songs, there has to be space for everything. And this is really challenging and this is really difficult because it has to make sense, right? So yeah. we have to have parts for the flute 
and the hardigary and the violin and the harp and the mandola and the guitars and the, oh like God. all the yeah and the vocals on top <laughs> can you imagine uh so it, it is like very very challenging to come up with parts that don't cancel each other each other mm -hmm. out because you also have to think about the range of the instrument like where is the pain is it high is it low is it in the middle is something like coming right added and it's like making this um the part that you figure out like inaudible or whatever and then there's mixing and it's another you know fun part <laughs> So yeah, it's just a lot of fun with so many instruments and so many stages of production. And it's complicated, but I think Krigel is doing that really, really good. Like yeah. his arrangements are just like everything works so well together. It's it's incredible. Just imagine touring must be a bastard <laughs> to carry all those instruments around, setting oh, up, yeah. putting away, like must be crazy. Yeah, uh, we are so grateful for our crew. <laughs> they have so much work sometimes, especially our guitar techs. They have to uh, like take care of the guitars, but sometimes they help as well with the violin and with the hurdy-gurdy, and it's like a lot of work. Legends. So yeah, and also when we go on tour, it's like at least 12 people. Like at the very least, I think we never went on to 12 people. 15 probably was the, the like the least amount of people we had. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, nine people in the band already. So that's yeah. That's insane. Nuts. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. It's like a Celtic slipknot. It's great. Nine people uh, in the band. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. That's that's it. Yeah. We are like a Celtic slipknot. <laughs> so I've seen your hurdy-gurdies, like, the look of them themselves, they're stunning, like, the way they're designed and everything. Thank you. Like, I saw one where you've got, like, the band's logo on it and stuff like that. It's mm -hmm. like, but do they play and sound like a traditional hurdy-gurdy or have you got them, like, modified to play, like, for metal music? Uh, well, that depends on uh, which instrument we are talking about, because the one I'm using for stage, the one you, you mentioned with the Celtic ornament and everything, um, it's been built by Sebastian Hilsman. He's a German luthier, and uh, he came up with uh, e gurdy like electric hurdy-gurdy. So it's, it's very special because it works like an electric guitar, you know, it doesn't have the, the body. Uh, it just has like a solid wood wooden board, and then on top of that we have the string and the strings and the keyboard and everything. So it does it doesn't work like the traditional hurdy-gurdy at all. You have to plug it in to something to have it make sound, and it just it's it's a like it's very very quiet without uh, power. So yeah, this one, but it's great for the shows because it cuts right through the mix, you know. And with the traditional hurdy gurdies, we have a lot of issues on stage because they have um they have a pickup system, and it just grabs everything, drums, vocals, like everything goes through it, and it's so hard to mix it. So this one is perfect. And the instruments I use in my YouTube videos, they are made by our workshop. Uh, it's called MM Instruments and we built them like in 
in Krakow. We we just build the instruments and they work like the traditional herdigerdis. The body is a little bit different um, than the traditional one and the string setup, but otherwise it's pretty similar. The mechanism is working the same and the idea is pretty much the same. Uh, so yeah, these are more, um, yeah, they, they are closer to the traditional instruments and the one I play on stage is a lot different. I didn't even think that you'd need to have an electric one for stage. I don't know why yeah. that didn't even enter my brain. That's a really <laughs> good point because, of course, you're not going to hear it over everything else if it's a normal one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, it's it's super hard to mix it live. Super hard to make it audible if it's not uh, this one, this particular one. Yeah, that's so cool though. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you just mentioned then with MM instruments. Oddly enough, that bled nicely into my next question. So. Yeah. What was it that made you want to actually start your own hurdy-gurdy company, so to speak? Well, that was my husband's idea. Um, like three years ago, we started. Yeah, yeah. it was three years ago. Uh, and he was just trying to figure out a business idea for himself because I was in a band and he just finished his studies and he was working here and there, but he always wanted to have his own company. And that was his idea. Like one day he just said, what if we just start building hurdy-gurdies? I mean, you play the hurdy-gurdy, you have the YouTube channel, you have an audience. I mean, yeah, yeah, audience, you have fans, people who are interested, like they are asking you where they can get a hurdy-gurdy. And it is a very, very expensive instrument. So uh, before we started, there were some luthiers uh, building instruments at the prices we build it uh, now. But generally, it was like if you want a very, very good hurdy-gurdy, you have to save like 10,000 euros or something like this. Oh, my God. The, yeah, they are ex like extremely expensive. And to be honest, this price is, is still too low because it's such a complicated instrument. And it's the, it, like... The amount of work you need to build a hurdy-gurdy is insane, but you have to, <laughs> yeah, but you have to price it like reasonably so at least somebody can get it, right? And um, we were just like, okay, so let's have nice instruments in a good price. And still, it is very, very expensive because for us, the price starts at, I think, two and a half thousand euros um or we also have a beginner model that is a little bit cheaper like 1300 euros something like this um still very expensive but a little bit a little bit more approachable for people who were like yeah i i want one but i don't have 10k right it's like <laughs> well you can buy a car with that of course you don't maybe want to spend it on an instrument like this so yeah that, that was our starting point. And then slowly, slowly, we started working with other people. And then we got some, some employees. And now we are like, um, um, I think it's the, about 15 people working uh, with our company, or maybe even close to 20. We have so many orders. We have so many uh, happy customers. And um, yeah. Is going very, very good. And I'm really happy that we can make this instrument available for people. 
because now we are you know we we function like a business it's not before it was like i remember when i was trying to get one uh you have to approach the luthier you have to like talk with them if they answer you at all like per email or per phone and then you figure out the details and everything like like all all that and we work a little bit different because we approach it from like more business perspective we have customer service we have uh, we have um uh, warranties for our instruments we ship all around the world we have uh, tutorials we have um you know if some something is broken you can just ship it in and we can fix it and you know it, it's working really really well and it's not like one person making them by themselves yeah. so i think this is really really cool for somebody who's looking for a little bit more mainstream instrument um and also at the good price point yeah i'm really proud of what we built together so that's great and yeah just making people more aware of this instrument and just yeah spreading the awareness of her (laughs) that's the goal (laughs) (laughs) i love how passionate you are about this instrument it's amazing Hey, thank you. It's it's just really cool. Like it's so cool, and everything lined up so perfectly for me. I just need to take these chances, you know. I'm in the band. I like my husband. He's a real like he has a real entrepreneur brain, and we know so many people that made this company happen, you know, because it's just so many connections. It's not it's not it's not just us saying okay, we want to build it and then we build it. No, we need to know a lot of people for that. So yeah, everything is coming together perfectly and we just need to use this chance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. How long does it take to build them normally? Um, well, from start to finish one instrument, I would say like two months. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's not so bad, but we have a lot of customers waiting. You know, we have a waiting yeah. list. So yeah. It, it adds up really quickly. That must be cool, though, having people like waiting for them. Oh, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was absolutely crucial for our uh, company because we had some people interested in the like upfront and they were just uh, when you order, you pay a little deposit. So, you know, it kickstarted our company actually. So that was great. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. So cool. So, I discovered you personally because of the viral videos of your covers. That's oh, how you cool. first came to my attention. It came up on Facebook as like suggested, and then the next minute, suggested. Here's another one. Oh, really? <laughs> Everywhere. I was oh, like, I, I suppose I better check this video out, hadn't I? It's, <laughs> Facebook's telling me I got it. <laughs> and they're incredible. Yes. I think oh, the, Masters of the Master of Puppets one you mentioned, I think that was the first one I saw. It's a, okay. And you even released an EP of covers as well. Yeah. So did one of these ideas inspire the other one? Did you do the EP and you're like, I should do videos? Or if you did videos, you're like, people like these, I should do an EP of it. Um, well, I started with YouTube. I, I, I started my YouTube channel in 2014, I think. And this is how the band got to know me as well, um, by the way. So they just, they, they've seen my covers. And um, well, after I joined the band, I had a break with YouTube, like a few, I don't know, it, 
maybe a year or two years i don't remember but i got back to making videos um casually uh, i think in 2018 or 17 18 maybe yeah and then i started doing more and more and i think uh last year was when i just really started doing this regularly and yeah i just want to play metal music with it because that's what i like and i think it goes really well together Hardy and metal i think it it works it just works and then i started doing these little riffs videos like five riffs of this band and that band mm -hmm. and then it went we we went to uh, making full covers like um, full length covers and then when we already had like five of them i i decided that like we should put it together and make an ep out of this we already have them so let's just publish it you know and that was the the, the timeline i would say yeah first the videos and then we had the cd that's amazing. I saw your uh, cover of Brimming the Horizon's Throne, which, mm -hmm. you, sing, which you sing in as well. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. It's so cool. <laughs> and they've got the harps. Thank you. It's literally amazing. Awesome. I really yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. So but I'm, I'm also going to check out your Parkway Drive riffs as well, because I'm a massive Parkway Drive fan. Oh, so yes. Me too. That was my favorite to do, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Sweet. really love Parkway Drive. They're yeah. such a great band. They are. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a great band. There's some of the, I, was, I was watching quite a few of these five riff ones, and it's, it's mm -hmm. amazing how well some of these bands like lend themselves to a hurdy-gurdy. Yeah. It's yeah. like <laughs> Engel by Ramstein is one of my favourite songs of all time. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh my God, this song seems even more beautiful. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. But <laughs> I will so I will much. say, you stole my heart a little bit with the Muse video when you come on with the glasses. I was like, <laughs> yes. brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that was, one was great as well. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> you must put so much work and effort into doing these but how how do you go into like picking the songs and stuff like that and which ones you want to do mm, well i choose the bands that i like listening to and then i also choose the the most popular songs um maybe there are some exceptions where i choose songs that i not that are not so popular but i really like them but usually i just look at their most popular work and also i i don't do it just by myself i mean these videos they're like um as you said they are a lot of work so uh, my husband is helping me out with the videos and also he's a mixing engineer so he's mixing them for me and one uh, friend of mine, he's, uh, he's recording bass for that and doing the arrangements, actually, because we first we need the arrangement, you know, all the like the medley of, of riffs. And then we record the hurdy-gurdy, then we record the video, then mixing, editing. And yeah, so it's a little project on its own, actually, like apart a, a from, from everything we are doing just for YouTube. Um, so yeah, I usually just choose the songs that I really like and and the bands that I listen to. So yeah, we, we still have some some stuff to do with this. Like there's a few bands that I haven't done yet, but 
Yeah, as you said, some riffs and some songs translate really, really well to the hurdy-gurdy and they just work. So I'm super happy with that. So how long did it take you to make one of these videos? And a lot more goes into it than I realized now. So how long did it <laughs> yeah. take? Um, actually, it depends on how complex the riffs are. Because if, the, if they are simple, then it's not that long. I can just maybe practice it for like a few days and then a few days for the arrangements. And then I would say we would be able to make one in a week if we really like um, make the time for it. Uh, usually it's, it's a bit longer because it, you know, it spreads for like, I don't know, since we have the arrangement ready until I'm ready to record is maybe like two weeks. Um, but it's working um, like more and more efficiently and I'm happy with that. So I would say a week of, of work, maybe five days, it would be possible to make a video like this. Do you, do you enjoy music video? Like music video wise, do you enjoy doing them or do you hate them? Well, it depends. Sometimes I hate them really <laughs> uh, because I'm a little bit awkward. When okay. I like for the for the riffs videos especially, I mean, there's nothing. It's nothing complicated, but I just sit there and what am I supposed to do with my face? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not singing. I'm not doing. What should I do? Like, should I look at the camera all the time? You know, no, it's it's weird. So then I'm like, yeah, okay, well, it's not. It's also not dancing music. So I I yeah, I don't know. I just try to do something. <laughs> <laughs> and you know and at the beginning I, I like in my videos I didn't even show my face because I was just like you want to see the herdy right so you can see the herdy and you don't have to care about me and my face great right <laughs> great uh, idea <laughs> then it was more complicated but because now I have to show my face and I have to actually do something uh, like besides of playing so yeah a little bit awkward <laughs> with singing. <laughs> with singing, it's it's much better. It's much much better with singing. Singing is not awkward at all. So maybe I just have to do more singing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, please. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> okay. We spent all this time doing the lessons. You might as well, anyway. So. Mm -hmm. so, are there any songs you've done that have been like a lot harder to translate than you expected, or you just couldn't make it work? Mm, well, I remember uh, doing the Children of Bottom riffs. Mm. That was hard because um, there is just a lot of arpeggios and really, really big range of, of guitar playing. And that was something I really had to plan out. Like I need to trans um, transpose this here and play this like that. And, you know, that was difficult, but I also really wanted to play it because Children of Bottom, it was like one of my super favorite bands when I growing up, when I was growing up. Same. And yeah, uh, that was just a must have for this playlist. So I was, I was really happy that I could do it. And yeah, yeah, it, it was a lot of work. It, it was one of these videos that would not take a week for sure to make because I was I had to practice it so much, you know. But otherwise, I think the the bands that we've chosen so far they were not that difficult. 
Yeah, the, the most problematic thing is the range usually and also um, arpeggiated, like, like sweet picking. That's really tough for me to translate it to hurdy-gurdy, but sometimes it works. So we take it when it's work and when it's not working, we're like, yeah, maybe we should not do this. <laughs> like we should not butcher it just for the sake of playing it on the hurdy-gurdy, you know? <laughs> That Bodemon is so impressive. I honestly thought your fingers are going to set fire because they have to move that fast for that. Because yes! they are fast guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I like the challenge, so that's all good for me. So as Tom alluded to earlier with your cover of Bring Me the Horizon, you've done some awesome collaborations as well. Yeah. Um, the cover you did of The Pretender with Fabian is stunning. Thank you. I will tell her. (laughs) The music sounds amazing. Her voice lends to it so well and everything. With these like collaborations, is this you turning around to someone and going, I want to do this song with you? Or is it people turning around to go to you and going, I want a hurdy-gurdy on this cover? Come with me. Uh, Yeah, it it works both ways, actually. I mean, for my channel so far, I was the one asking people because... um, Yeah, I think collaborations just make it more fun. You know, and we can both. It's like a win-win situation for everybody, uh, because we usually do like, um, um, like I do something for somebody and they do something for me. So that's great. Um, usually, I am asked to uh, record original part for the songs. I mean, somebody is approaching me with their project. And they are like, we want to have a hurdy-gurdy in this song. And then I'm like, okay, like, what do you want? What's the vibe for, for, like, for this particular song or the band? Or do you have any parts? Or do you want me to come up with the parts? And this is how it works. And for my channel so far, I was the person asking. And I think they, they turned out really good with Fabian. I mean, with Fabian, it's so easy because she's such a great musician. And she's my like one of my best friends. So we are just like, we like, do you want to do it? Yes, great. And, <laughs> and then she's like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yes, good. And then we do it. It's it's super easy. But also the collaboration I had with the Heart Twins, it was it was just great because they are so professional. They know the in and outs of social media and, and of everything that is, you know, connected with. Uh, publishing content on YouTube so that was just super easy as well and I have some more collaborations coming so stay tuned for more um, these will be really good as well so I'm, I'm really looking forward incredible just going back to uh, Elvite a second um, you mentioned earlier I think before we came on about touring um, yeah. and obviously you're going around Europe at the moment and stuff but like um, you must have missed shows so much um, but you've got this festival in Spain um, yeah. what else is coming up have you got anything else lined up or have you just got this festival and then back to doing what you're doing or is there a big tour coming or uh, well no tour so far not this year not next year because the situation is actually so uh, complicated and also it changes very rapidly so it's not possible to book anything for more than like one night, uh, which is understandable. Um, so we have this Spain weekend coming and then we have a show in Romania 
and oh, wow. the, yeah, a festival in Romania. Then we play a festival in Belgium again, and then we play in Germany, and that's it for this year. Okay, so like, have you ever wanted to play over in the UK or in America? Uh, no, actually, it's not possible for us to go to America right now because Schengen is like a no-go zone for Americans, and also people from Schengen cannot really come into US. That's what I heard so far. Um, because one one band from Europe that is from outside the Schengen zone and outside of the European Union, they just went on tour in the US. So. That's possible for them, but not for us in Schengen, you know, crazy stuff. Anyways, um, we don't have anything planned for the UK either. Uh, so yeah, just these, I, I mean, it's in total, I think it's like nine shows or eight yeah. that we do this year. Yeah. And That's we did, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, at least you get to be out there, I suppose, even if it's yeah. just within, you know, around the European countries yeah i mean it's it's absolutely amazing that we can do like at least one show yeah. it's it's just great it's mind-blowing that we can already play something um, because it's not possible for every band and we just yeah we are super super thankful and super lucky that we can play already yeah but compared to 2019 when we played like around 120 shows that oh. year <laughs> And now we went, then we went to zero. <laughs> that's that's insane. So we are like so grateful that we can play. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hope you absolutely smash it on the, on the you know, in Spain mm -hmm. and in Spain. Have you yes. ever thought about doing solo shows? Like um, with the Hurdy Gurdy and your covers and your solo stuff you're recording and whatnot? Yeah. I would definitely like to start doing that. Um, probably maybe next year if possible um i mean the logistics are a little bit difficult with lvt you know because we usually play so many shows so it just really has to work together mm -hmm. and sometimes we just get like a surprise offer from somewhere like hey do you want to play this festival and we're like okay yeah. <laughs> and and then uh, then the other plans are like cancelled of course so I would definitely like to try and I would love to play solo shows also with my upcoming material. I really hope I can do it. I, I, I really hope it would be awesome. Absolutely. I reckon it'd be awesome to see that live. I'd definitely be there for that. It'd be amazing. Awesome. Then let me just write down where we should come. <laughs> <laughs> Birmingham, England, Cardiff, Wales. Yeah. Okay, great. That's all you need. That's That's all you need. Absolutely. Two shows, tour. Great. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Especially <laughs> since you guys left the European Union. Like, I need a visa right now to <sighs> go see you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. We wish that never happened, but there you go. Mm. Yeah. That's, That's okay. That's we can, anyway. we can make it work. Wasn't our idea. <laughs> <laughs> see, my auntie, my auntie lives in Austria. I'd love to go out and see her, but obviously now it makes life a lot harder. Yeah. So rubbish but yeah um i read that you got to play a part in a restless theme song oh yeah that was interesting yeah uh, <laughs> i did for, not see this for lilith grim yeah that's so fucking cool she's badass and dude she's badass <laughs> so how was that how did that happen then did you get approached to be like a restless went i want some hurdy-gurdy in my theme song please 
Oh, uh, no, it was actually the composer of the, the, the tune. Like, the, there is um, a guy in the US, his name is John. His name, I like surname, I don't remember at this moment. I'm very sorry. But uh, he is um, he he's composing music for the wrestlers. Like that's his job. How cool is that, right? That's amazing. Because I every job. I I, <laughs> I I I was not into wrestling that much before, but he just told me a little bit about it. And it's like every wrestler he has or she has um, her or his own uh, theme song, like the the song that plays when they go into ring, like into the the fight. And uh, so he's doing that. He's writing these these themes for people. And he was just like, she is a little bit different than the other wrestlers because she's more into this shamanic stuff, like like pagan like vibe and cine- a little bit cinematic. Um, so so he was like, and we are looking for a hurdy-gurdy player who will play the, the, the theme for us. And I was like, absolutely, I, I would love to because it's such an amazing and unique uh, opportunity, you know? Yeah. It's like, so far, I know that wrestlers usually use hip-hop or metal music. Like, like that's it. And she's more into folk stuff. So that's great. Awesome. She's, she's also super, super nice. John is just incredibly cool guy and working with him was just great. I actually have to like look what's his what is his name? I have to tell you guys because yeah, since we are talking about this, I will I will research it. It's okay, it's John Kiernan Kier, with K Kiernan. I think it's it's something like this. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that was a great collaboration as well. I really enjoyed that. That's so fucking cool. That's amazing. We're two big wrestling fans, so as soon as we hear mention of wrestling, we're like, oh, really? Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Great. I think it's cool. It's really cool. That's amazing. Uh, so what's coming up for you? Have you got any particular things coming up with either yourself or the band? Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we have some with the band. Uh, we are actually working on some music this year and also a little bit of video clips. So, but I have no idea where this, like when this is will be finalized and when is it going to be published. So just so you know, we have something going on, but I have no details. <laughs> and for me personally, um, I have some collaborations uh, lined up and of course I will just do many, many videos for my YouTube channel. I'm currently working on the, on my solo project. Um, I also work with other musicians, as I mentioned, for their bands, if they want Terdy Gurdy. So that's always open. And I started uh, teaching like last month. Yeah, I was just like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I, 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 I never tried um, online teaching. I, I had some students, but they were always in person. So I was like, yeah, let's try it out. Maybe somebody from the US or, or somewhere is interested in learning. And the, there are some people interested. So that's great. Awesome. And of course, our company is, is just um, 
developing. So we are working on that as well. Just many, many things going on and everything with the hurdy-gurdy in the center. So that's absolutely great. I'm so happy with that. Do you ever get a chance to like live or breathe? At all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this, um, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> um, that's actually, um, that's actually, uh, yeah. I, well, I, I, I get some moments <laughs> of, of life, but yeah, yeah you know, um, it's so busy. right now, yeah, we are very busy, but, but we are still working from home and it's making stuff uh, much, much easier. Like for me, for example, where like I have my office at home and also we have a studio at home. So it, it makes all the like, like taking care of the, the mm, like our place, it's so much easier now. Yeah also doing stuff like yeah i know cooking and and everything and we sometimes we have some free time then we go to the cinema or we play uh, we we are playing games right now like we started um playing the witcher oh yeah uh wild hunt such a great game hey i'm i'm a huge witcher fan and this game is just perfection so i'm uh, that this is my life <laughs> i started yeah. it but I, I started it and never got anywhere i just i never went back to it so I might, right. I, I might have to now you've mentioned it yeah maybe you want to try i mean it's really really cool and we really enjoy it so give it a try i will absolutely incredible tom have you got any more questions I just want more. All I wanted to say is like, did you ever think that you'd be where you are today? Did you ever think your life would go the way it's gone to where you are today? Well, no, never. I, like I said before, it's, I cannot even say this is a dream come true because there was no dream to begin with. I was yeah. never like, Oh, well, when I grow up, I will join Elvedi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was because, you know, it, I would never expect that they will split up. That, that's in the first place. So it was so unexpected for me as a fan, especially because I was just like, yeah, this band, these are like good friends. This group of people is such, is, is so close. They make such great music together it's it's just impossible they will never split up and then they did and it was yeah and but that was the moment when my life changed you know yeah. it was just this one chance it was really life-changing so if if it wasn't for this I don't know what I would be doing maybe something similar but on a smaller scale hmm. no idea but yeah just just yeah, it was just an accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A happy accident. Yeah, you know? happy accident. <laughs> beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. So, yeah, and then we went on and just took the chances that we had and tried to build something on it. Yeah. But hopefully, long may it continue. Yeah, hopefully. I'm, I'm super positive about it. <laughs> Good. Be before we let you go, we like to play a little game with our guests, if that's okay. Great. I love games. Let's yes. <laughs> we call it the quick fire round. We ask you five questions and you just answer them as quick as you can. Great. Okay, let's go. It's, it's not general knowledge or anything. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first ever concert? Tokyo Hotel. Nice. One word people would use to describe you. 
the girl that plays very good. I don't know. It's an it's not one word. Or um, in I don't know. <laughs> Indecisive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh damn! I don't know. Like eating food without getting fat. Oh, if that was a power, I'd yeah. be so happy. Oh, That'd be a real... uh, yeah, <laughs> this one. <laughs> Who would play you in the movie of your life? Oh, um, I don't know. Like movie people. Movie <laughs> people. <laughs> an actress. Yeah, an actress, <laughs> but which one? Oh gosh! Well, let me think. It's not so fast, huh? It's all good. It's all good. Do you have any suggestions, like from the visual side, or I don't know? To be fair, this whole time I've been thinking she reminds me of someone, but I can't think for the life of me who that person is. So I'm no help here. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, I was going to say Gwyneth Paltrow, but she's a bit of a dick. So, and you're not uh, a dick. And you're not a dick. So she's a she's a bit of a goop. Yeah, she loves. Yes, she she's a goop. She absolutely loves herself, doesn't she? So, and you definitely don't. You know. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm not into Hollywood at all. I just have to say it, like honestly, no idea. I would be me no that plays me. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. <laughs> Love it. And last question, what is a piece of advice you would give to the younger version of yourself if you could go back in time? Uh, don't think so much. It's not <laughs> how it works. You can think your future through, like, before you live it. <laughs> it's yeah. not possible, so just give it up. <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah, that's, that's it. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for doing this. Hey, thank you for having me. It was great. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, loved it. But is there any uh, social media? Is there any plugs you want to make before we get out of here? Well, you can follow me on uh, Facebook. You can follow me on YouTube. You can follow me on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, and it's all of this is Mihalina Malish. Uh Otherwise, if you want to have Hurdy Gurdy, check out MM Instruments. Check out my band Ovate if you're into metal. And um, otherwise, that would be it, I think. So thank you so much for having me. Uh, we like it was great. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you so much for doing it. Absolute pleasure. We've loved every second. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. Thank you. You too, guys. Take thank care. You. Take care. Take care. See you later. Bye. Bye. What? An amazing interview with an amazing woman. And who knew hurdy-gurdy's cost that much? Jesus. Yeah, I know. It's insane, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely insane. You've got to think about all the components that are in there. It's like three, four instruments in one. Like, absolutely incredible. This is such a fun interview. Completely understandable they cost that much. But I was just like, whoa, okay then. Please go and check out Michalina. Please go check out her social media. Please go check out her website. Just give her all the love and support. Check out her YouTube channel. She's just, she deserves all of it because she's a phenomenal talent that's able to play, you know, the most complicated of things on a little instrument like that. It's just incredible. It really is. And the way she describes the instrument, that was one thing I loved about it so much as well, is her passion in her voice when talking about this instrument. 
phenomenal. Please go check out everything she has done. Absolutely. We hope you enjoy listening to it as we did recording it. Michalina, thank you so much for taking the time out. We really, really appreciate it. Hopefully we'll speak soon. Mr. Stevens. Yes, sir. It's audience participation time. It's time to participate in Jamie's audience participation challenge. What has he asked you to do this week? Oh, my brothers. This week, I said that I want everyone to name something that you should never do naked. Nice and simple. What have you got, Mm. sir? Dog walking. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Um... I'm trying to get funny answers, to be honest with you. My first instinct was skydiving. Why? I don't know. Just the idea of skydiving, just naked, just don't sound nice. Just your balls, like, flapping up against your... Balls in your arse cheeks going... (laughs) In the wind. Do you think you could fart skydiving? Um, If it was me and I'm terrified of heights and speed and all that put together, it'd be more than a fart. Oh, you shit would hit the ground faster than you would. (laughs) Yes, pretty much. yeah. Um, what could you not do naked? Fuck. Uh, no, you need to be naked for that one. Um, pick up your kids from primary school. Yeah, that's a definite no. <laughs> Dickie Dexter Logan says, play Twister with a neighbor's dog. Yeah, don't do that. My thing's a sausage. You can mold it. Andrew Hewitt says, have sex because that's a dirty sin. All right. <laughs> Lucy, Lucy Frettingham, jog. If you're a member of the big titty committee, that is looking not going to end well. <laughs> Rob Ratcliffe, climb over a barbed wire fence. Oh, no. No. Hell no. Dave Gittins, barbecue sausages. <laughs> Thomas Williams, teach, apparently. <laughs> wow let me try and pronounce this surname Donald Schmermerhorn fry bacon it's been done it hurts oh <sighs> Matt Leger play with cats who aren't declawed <sighs> Stuart Griggs play by play baseball slide oh <laughs> no <laughs> Patrick Taylor, operate a chainsaw. Why'd you put it where you copy your tits anyway? Well, you wouldn't, to be fair. You never know if you're holding it downwards to try and get it started. Emma Wharton, I'd say lay a carpet, but you don't want slug trails on your quality shag carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Keris Mansfield. She says, a roast marshmallows on a campfire. Ooh. Oh, could you imagine? Ooh. Especially campfires oh. with the bits of flame spit off. Ooh. Oh. And she also adds, meet the mother-in-law. <laughs> Don't want to do that. Now, I've got two favourites this week. Obviously, we know who the last one is. But Danielle Llewellyn says, run into the kitchen to grab a bottle for the baby not knowing that Steve the perv in the flat opposite just got a nice full frontal boob show. To which I replied, that sounds like someone speaking from experience. It's like, oh yes, not once, not twice, but three fucking times this has no happened. No way. No way. There's never a there, but not because his fucking phone out. 
He will be, yeah. He's just waiting for it. Come on, Danielle, where are you? Oh, and of so course, good. our boy, Ryan Williams. I hung out with my buddy Joel this week and he wanted me to submit his contribution first, which was teaching. Yeah, please don't teach. And then Ryan himself. I first want to point out that we would be doing anything we wanted naked if Eve didn't take a bite of that apple. Just saying. It's got a point. Anywho, a few things I shouldn't do naked. Cooking bacon. Voting. (laughs) Christmas shop. (laughs) What is voting in there? (laughs) (laughs) Christmas shopping because it's cold then and things get smaller in the cold. (laughs) Get the mail. Walk the dog. And according to the hooker I got last week, I shouldn't have sex naked either. Oh, <laughs> oh Ryan. Oh, Ryan, it's good to have you back. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Where were you last week? But still, classic, wonderful answers. If you enjoy Jamie's audience participation challenges, like we all do, we all love them. We all, you know, we thrive for them. We wait. We don't even listen to you. We skip right to the end just to Jamie's participation challenges. You enjoy Tom's journal. You enjoy as everyone seems to absolutely love at the moment, being treached by Callum himself. All this Tori interview. You can also check out the other episodes of the Chronicles of Podcast. We also have a previous show, but we are bringing all of our episodes back with Way Back Wednesday, every Wednesday, hashtag WBW, where we bring interviews from our old channel to our new one. And we are, they are currently filling up nice and quick, which we like. You can also follow us on the old Facebook at the Chronicles of Podcast. Hey, Jamie. Yes. You can also follow us on the Twitter at TCO Pod. And hey, Jamie. Yes. You can also follow us on the Insta at TCO Pod. And you can follow us on the old TikTok at TCO Pod. Download us. No, wait, hang on. Don't download us just yet. Come and check out our YouTube channel. Come and check out our YouTube channel at the Chronicles of Podcast, where we have all of our lovely interviews. You can see all our faces. And you can also enjoy the Wave Out Wednesday interviews. The Chronicles of Podcast. Downloaders, reviewers, raters. Tell all your friends about us. Share us. Allow us into your ears. And most importantly, only write with us in Black Biro. Yes, only black. Never only red, black. never green. Never blue. Definitely never blue. I know. You always, you went for the, the least <laughs> common ones and completely I know. avoided the most common one of all. I was thinking, you know, you get those pens with the four colours in. I was like, what colours are in that again? Tom Stade's COVID pen. Yes. The COVID injector. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamie, glorious. Another oh, glorious episode. We, we enjoyed this so much. We love what we do for you guys. And we really, really appreciate you all checking it out. Thank you. And for all those that bought a pasty last week, thank you very much as well. Yes. Thank you, Gemma. That was amazing. <laughs> it must have been the worst fucking bite of your life because I can't imagine anything worse than eating a pasty, to be honest with you. Pasties are good. I don't like them. I'm not a fan, even if they are ginsters. Um, hey, Jamie. Yes? As for this week, we're all going to see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye! Bye.